0: Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com.
1: This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi nujia Today is Thursday, August 24th. Coming up, Brush Creek is stinky, dirty, and poorly maintained, even after decades of investment. But Kansas City is trying once again to turn it into an attraction.
0: What makes this project different and stand out is that this is looking more at the cultural recreational and environmental considerations of Brush Creek and what does that look like? So it's this is not a flood control project.
1: Officials hope a new master plan will correct years of failed attempts. Plus, ranchers across the Midwest are battling with a federally protected bird, the black vulture, and the birds are known to kill newborn livestock.
2: Before I could get to them, it was probably 40 or 50. Just plucking at that newborn calf.
1: Well, look at how the expanding black vulture population is a big nuisance for farmers. But first, some headlines. At least four mail carriers in the Kansas City area have become sick or injured due to heat. KCUR's Savannah Holly Bates
3: reports. The USPS's informal motto promises that neither snow nor rain nor heat can stop deliveries. But that was written more than a century before heat indexes topped 100 degrees every day this week. For mail carriers, the only reprieve is a big hat, a cool towel, and water. Curtis Walker Jr. is with the National Association of Letter Carriers Local 30, which represents most of the Kansas City metro area.
0: got letter carriers just working 80, 90 hours a week, and they're already worn out. And then you add the heat on top of that.
3: Walker wants all vehicles to be air-conditioned, start times moved earlier, and more brakes built in so that carriers aren't out in the heat as much.
1: The Kansas City Council today will consider whether to give $700,000 to developer Richard Chavez to build two roundabouts near the Kansas City airport. It's part of a larger plan for a commercial space that includes restaurants and hotels by the new terminal. But Northland resident Jazz Hayes testified against giving the developer city money yesterday.
0: Where you spend your money says what you prioritize, and passing this ordinance would tell me That you care more about a carpetbagger's driveway than you care about the fact that my neighborhood doesn't have sidewalks.
1: The developer says it needs city funds for the roundabouts. No one testified in support of the legislation. We'll be back after this.
2: This podcast is looking for good deals on great food. But sometimes we need to grab a bite late at night. What are some of your favorite late night happy hours in the KC Metro? Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply.
1: For decades, Kansas City officials have tried and failed to turn Brush Creek into an attraction people enjoy. And it's not for lack of investment. Floods, failure to follow through, and bad luck have kept it from being a gathering place. KCUR's Savannah Holly Bates reports the city is drafting a new plan to change the creek and is asking community members to tell them what they want.
3: It seems sleepy, even dead, on an August walk along Brush Creek. Gondolas line the plaza parked on shallow, murky water. Trash and debris slowly float along the waterway. Head east, and the sidewalk along the creek gets smaller and more cluttered. Sludge sits on top of the water where grit collects. On a very hot day, you might even see thousands of dead fish, regularly killed each year because of the heat and slow-moving currents.
1: There are some things there that I could take advantage of, but it's just not as sightly or feel as comfortable being in some of those areas.
3: That's Larry Smith. He's lived near Brush Creek for most of his life and owns a mechanic shop off Blue Parkway. Despite its proximity, he doesn't feel able to take his grandchildren to the creek to spend time outside, but he's hoping a new initiative will change that. Kansas City and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers are working to create a master plan to address community concerns and add amenities to the creek from the Paseo to Coal Mine Road, where it pours into the Blue River. That portion of the creek has been historically overlooked, something Andy Shively, deputy director of the city's water department, says they're trying to fix.
0: That is a goal of our parks and recreation Department: that whatever is built, it is more easily maintained than what is currently there and the community backs that up.
3: At workshops for the plan, residents requested, above all, a clean creek with reduced flooding. More park and performing arts spaces and ways to help wildlife through the creek. Those are the same things people have been asking for for 30 years. When he was mayor in the 90s, Emmanuel Cleaver II tried to enact many of those improvements. At that time, it was colloquially referred to as Flush Creek because of the sewage flowing into the water. In fact, much of his political career has been dedicated to improving Brush Creek. Cleaver decided to get into politics after it flooded in 1977, killing 25 people and causing about $100 million in damages.
0: It's it's something that could be prevented because, and the news people are talking about. You know, this is bad. We have flooding around Brush Creek all the time.
3: From 1991 to 1996, the city and Corps of Engineers added circulation pumps and aerator fountains to reduce the fecal bacteria caused by sewage in the creek, which was 10 to 15 times higher than the level recommended by the EPA. Cleaver wanted to add more amenities to the creek, especially east of Troost, but more money had to be spent on flood control. And then, as happens in local politics, officials started using money for other priorities. Some of the city funds were used for the development of the American Royal and 18th and Vine. Any amenities added to the creek went to more affluent areas, like adding gondolas to the plaza portion.
0: If we had been able to use the money only for Brush Creek, we could have made it almost exactly what we wanted it to be and what it's becoming.
3: The 1991 beautification project did help improve water quality and prevent devastating floods. For years, a city group maintained the area every single day. But according to city manager Brian Platt, that group dissipated and the aerators fell into disrepair. Even today, that part of the creek floods regularly, making Emanuel Cleaver II and Martin Luther King Jr. boulevards unpassable during big storms. But more than 30 years after Cleaver's unrealized dreams to turn Brush Creek into a gathering place like the San Antonio Riverwalk, Platt thinks it will happen this time around. Shively, with KC Water, says this master plan is largely based on community feedback, which they've sought online and at three different listening sessions.
0: What makes this project different and stand out is that this is looking more at the cultural, recreational, and environmental considerations of Brush Creek and what does that look like. So it's this is not a flood control project,
3: Residents have one more opportunity to weigh in on the plan at a fourth listening session in September. Until then, people can leave feedback on the Casey Water website. Larry Smith likes what he's seen so far. After more than 60 years around the creek, he's hoping he'll live long enough to one day take his grandkids to a safe and welcoming green space alongside it.
1: Just somebody to kind of let your hair down, you know, and, and be comfortable. And you can sit and hear water trickling from wherever and see people skateboarding and bicycling and things of that nature. Nice. That's nice for the city.
3: For KCUR 89.3, I'm Savannah Holly Bates.
1: Ranchers across the Midwest and Great Plains are battling a federally protected bird. Black vultures have a reputation for killing newborn livestock. Harvest Public Media's ex Corette Nunez reports while the birds play an important ecological role, their expanding population is becoming a big nuisance for ranchers. A note to listeners the description of how vultures kill their prey is graphic.
2: Driving his pickup truck through the bumpy pasture, Yancey Paul points to where he saw his newborn calf get eaten by black vultures last March. They killed that calf right down here. Before I could get to him, it was probably 40 or 50 just plucking at that newborn calf. Paul is a livestock producer in South Central Oklahoma, and he's among a growing number of farmers and ranchers who've reported black vulture attacks on vulnerable livestock. He says he'll never forget the gruesome sight. They just literally pick holes in them. I mean, they start with their eyes and in their backside and then just start pecking holes in their guts. Black vultures' territory has expanded northward into Missouri, Indiana, and Illinois over the past decade, presenting new problems for producers. Not only do they lose out on thousands of dollars, but they grieve the violent death and the waste of time and effort that went into raising their livestock. Travis Grant is a wildlife biologist and state director of the U.S. Department of Agriculture Wildlife Services for Missouri and Iowa. While the migratory birds are originally from South America, Grant says there's not a lot of research on why they're moving north. One theory is warmer weather.
0: The winters are a lot more mild than they ever have been in the past. And when you have a milder winter, then you have more food availability. They can then survive throughout the year in some of these areas and persist.
2: Black vultures aren't an easy bird to scare away, and producers can't legally kill them without federal permission. That's because they're protected by the Migratory Bird Treaty Act. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service does issue permits allowing producers to kill a set number of black vultures per year. Grant says in Missouri, the legislature has invested in getting the word out about permits and how to keep vultures away.
0: Here in Missouri, what they recommend to the landowners when they do take a black vulture is you go out and you hang it up as an effigy. You hang it by its feet, upside down, wings splayed. Vultures are intelligent animals and they don't like being around their own dead.
2: A black vulture effigy kind of acts like a scarecrow, and it's a strategy that some producers have found helpful.
0: It's solved about 99% of my problems.
2: Chris Cloud is a beef cattle producer in southwestern Missouri that got a permit to kill five black vultures this year. He says he's killed four so far and has hung them up in trees where groups of 10 to 20 black vultures tend to hang out at one time. He says it's helped him keep black vultures off his cows, but worries about his neighbors.
0: The sad thing is, though, if I keep them off my property, all they're going to do is go to somebody else's property.
2: Wildlife experts say there's still a lot unknown about black vulture attacks, including how often they really kill their prey. Marion Wall is a doctoral student at Purdue University and is researching black
1: vulture management. It's very difficult to tell when black vultures are actually responsible for something and when they're just at the scene of the crime. They're very
2: good at making themselves look guilty. She says figuring out whether a black vulture is the culprit or if the calf was stillborn can help ranchers determine whether their herds have health issues. But she says it's also important to recognize the ecological service black vultures provide to everyone. Black vultures are known as nature's garbage men. By feasting on carcasses, they destroy deadly diseases like rabies and
1: tuberculosis. We really want to keep the vultures around here, keep them with their healthy populations. We just want to make sure that while we have those healthy populations, they're not also killing livestock.
2: Walls says it's important to help livestock producers learn how to live with black vultures, because as long as the conditions are right, the bold birds are here to stay. For Harvest Public Media, I'm Mexica Nunez.
1: Harvest Public Media is a collaboration of public media newsrooms in the Midwest and Great Plains, including KCUR. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujiadine. This podcast is produced by Paris Norval and KCUR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. To read Savannah's story on Brush Creek and X story on The Black Vulture, visit KCUR.org, where you can find more news from around the region from Kansas City's NPR station. If you like our show and want to help us out, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. You listen to Kansas City Today every day because we're your local, reliable news source. You take us seriously. But now it's time to have some fun. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive.